0: Voices that inspire the extended interview.
1: I'm Scott Bell. I'm the president of Cat Family Records, Um, also founder, I guess you could say. I also work for the Boys and Girls Club of Tabula Rasa, and I run a local video production company, Art Kid Media.
0: So you've got your hands in lots of different things. Right. Yeah. So how would you define yourself to someone who's never met you? Like, Who is Scott? What does he like to do?
1: I would say average human, you know, I like to watch movies and relax as much as I can with friends and family. I think spend time working to um, to do more of that relaxing, so I feel like I'm just normal guy.
0: How did you get started with Cat Family Records? What, what prompted that?
1: Back seven or eight years ago, uh, my brother and I were playing music in Tallahassee, and we were getting... Pretty involved in the the local music and band scene um, and we had just found it difficult to book shows uh, difficult to have our music produced and eventually we just got together with some friends and we kind of decided to try doing it ourselves um you know I, I think that sort of hubris i guess and that you know total ignorance and lack of experience was a good thing at the beginning because we had really no idea what a record label was uh, and had we known, I think, the amount of work that would be in front of us over the next five years, maybe we would have um, done something else. Maybe I would have stayed in school, for example. But, yeah, so so really it was just out of selfish necessity. And I think from there blossomed, uh, you know, more community engagement, right, and um, work as the nonprofit.
0: So it, it- – it's become more than just music, though, as the years have gone on, right? Now you you have other film and and other parts to it.
1: Right. So people that are involved in the music industry know that, um, like most other arts, it's, it's not just music, right? It's obviously it's sound, um, but video, visual art, uh, writing, everything kind of, you know, mashes together in this kind of creative amoeba, right, that eats everything around it, so... We first got started with music, but then it, it was it was um it was quickly obvious to us that we had to incorporate pretty much everything else, and that's how we get started uh, as more of an art collective, right? And as we kind of went down that journey individually, I think a few of us found passion projects that you know were adjacent to music. and eventually we kind of just have evolved into something else entirely. And I think now, we're much more of an art collective you know people a lot of people still consider us you know the record label and i think we especially before covid um had a reputation for events uh, mostly and and producing and distributing local music but since since then i mean we've we've done the occasional event but now um we do a lot of film a lot of video work some sketch comedy you know things like that on instagram tiktok yeah so
0: so what would you say the art scene is like in Tallahassee?
1: Uh, I love the art scene in Tallahassee. I can't speak to other cities because I, you know, honestly, Tallahassee is the only place that I've really gotten involved um, in any sort of community or scene. But I think it's 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 really inclusive. You know, you you see lots of different divergent groups kind of come together, um, create together. You know, come to similar spaces, um, go to the same events. You know, there's a lot of you know, cross pollination, I guess, as it's used in the scientific community. But it's cool to see. You know, it's it's small, right? Um, but I, th- I think it's pretty interconnected. It's it's a small city in that sense. I feel like if you if you do art or music, uh, you you tend to run into other artists, you know, musicians, um, whoever, right? So it's it's a it's a great community. You know, it's it's um, something that I fell in love with for sure.
0: So you feel like it is it well supported? Do people support the art?
1: You mean like financially? Or? Yeah, like
0: how do you how do you all find a way to carve a living?
1: I think most of us just uh, work other jobs, probably. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make film and videography like my long term uh, career, right? But obviously, it's it's not to that point yet. Um, but I, I think most of the people that I know that aren't making a living with their art. And, you know, there are very few, you know, I could probably count on one hand how many people I know that are actually, you know, supporting themselves, Um, just work other jobs.
0: Which is pretty normal, I think, for a lot of creative people. It takes a while to find an audience that can support you, whether you're a writer or musician or artist of other sorts. So it's probably great then to have that community that support each other in your creative endeavors and give you feedback or whatever, you know, you don't feel alone in the process.
1: Right, right. I think the pursuit of art has a lot to do with validation. Right. Um, not to make a sweeping generalization, but I feel like a lot of um, childhood trauma leads to <laughs> leads to, you know, art art obsession, right, or, or self expression. Um, and I think that sense of validation is important. And I think certainly people find that in community. You know if, if they don't find it with money or you know with fame, right I think as long as you have like a, a tight-knit sort of small community of people that you can trust um, and rely on, I think it's, it's it's been super helpful for me and important and I, I'm, I've seen that it's it's also helpful for other artists uh, locally.
0: So where did you grow up? Originally
1: uh, western North Carolina, a place called Wilkes County, sort of in the mountains, the foothills.
0: And you came this way for school initially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for grad school. Um about 11 years ago.
0: And it just something you got connected into the art community and that's what got you just, you know, kind of stay is that how you ended up staying here?
1: Uh well my my brother and I both moved to Tallahassee. Um we had kind of hit similar places in life at the same time and we were looking for sort of a new start and we were playing music together and at the time it was our dream just to play music together right and you know school in Tallahassee was sort of like a vehicle for us to be able to do that you know to have a fresh start to do something together so we moved to Tallahassee we did that for a few years and then that just kind of evolved into something else right and then I ended up dropping out of school which wasn't the best decision and we started pursuing this um, kind of relentlessly for a while, and we're doing that up until COVID, and then you know things kind of changed. You know things changed for a lot of people, and now here we are. It's just like I said, it's it's uh, kind of evolved into something else entirely. So again, really, it just came out of you know my relationship with my brother, uh, playing music together, uh, wanting to do that together, doing that together for a while, and then our roles sort of sort of shifting and changing. Uh, he actually moved to Atlanta. He was in a band called Bandana for a while and they got their start in Tallahassee and then moved to Atlanta, and then he's recently moved back. But yeah, and then we still work together, but we don't play music together anymore. That's kind of a long
0: time ago. Mm-hmm. So. so Tallahassee being, it's not, a, obviously, it's really, it's like a small town. Does it, I mean, is that size appealing to you? And like, the, is it a place that you feel like you can be supported by the community and the work you're doing i mean and and it seems like you're kind of a renaissance guy you you've tapped into different things like it's not so big that you can't do different things like working with a a candidate for an election you know helping that person with their messaging or whether it's you know your own creative stuff it seems like you can wear different hats
1: right i think people have this false idea that they have to be somewhere, and I, I see this especially with young people, um, people that are just coming out of FSU, for example. But people have this idea that they have to move somewhere like LA or New York or Nashville uh, to to do anything, right? To have any sort of career, to do anything creative, you know, to find some sort of success uh, with creativity with art. And I think maybe in a lot of cases that's true. I know, I'm sure it's industry specific, but I think Tallahassee it's it's kind of the perfect size and. Um, the perfect setup to serve as a real sort of proving ground, right? I think if you, if you can be successful in Tallahassee, um, you can kind of be successful anywhere, right? And it's – in some ways, I think it's, it's easier with the close-knit communities that you're, you're talking about. But I think obviously in other ways, it's, it's more difficult, right? There's just less ec- economic opportunity here. Um, if I want to do, you know, film and video work, for example, it's, it's very difficult for me to just rely on the Tallahassee market to do that, right? I have to travel outside of that. But I, you know, I think most people kind of go through that. I think that are that are pursuing um, creative dreams. So I feel like I haven't answered your question at all.
0: But I think you actually have. I mean, I think you know it, it's 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 interesting. You bring up that interesting concept, the idea that you have to be in a big city to be creative or find that creative connection to other people, opportunity, and you know. I I have had the chance to meet with a lot of different artists in Tallahassee who are doing really interesting things. I mean, obviously, creativity can happen everywhere, anywhere, it doesn't. And some people are inspired by what is this place, whether it's its natural beauty or whatever. There's different things that inspire people for their work. Um, Where do you get your inspiration from? How does it come to you?
1: Oh well, wow. um, where does my inspiration come from? Um, wow, I think that's a really difficult question. I think I um, I feel like I'm kind of a different person day to day, and I think I think everyone kind of is, right? Um, you wake up, you have different sort of day to day considerations. Maybe you're thinking about what happened the day before you know your to-do list what you have to do today any sort of like you know emotional memory or maybe some things happened to you right that made you angry or sad or or whatever right i feel like our considerations you know for most people aren't just singular right they're really complex and they change a lot over time you know and i think if I'm thinking about what inspires me, I, I think it's it's sort of different every day, and I feel like I'm trying to. Every time I wake up, you know, there's a, a routine, and I'm trying to pull from some sort of reserve, you know, to keep going, right? Because it's I think it's hard, you know, it's it's hard. I think especially for people who are trying to do creative things, right, and make money doing creative things, right. It gets um, it gets really tedious and difficult. I think the longer you do it, right, it's it's a it's an arduous journey. So I think. Whatever I can find for the day to kind of inspire me to to keep going, uh, i I try to pull from from that, right? And I, I think the common denominators have to be you know things like spending more time with my wife and my brother, right my my close circles of friends and family. Um, I really value that time, and I think that's kind of the most important thing. So anything I can do to kind of get back to that, you know that's kind of what I crave. You know, obviously, I have to pay bills too, so I can't only do that. Um, I've been fortunate enough to to do most of my work at at home, which is great. You know, I, I do get to spend a lot of time with my wife. Um, but beyond that, I think you know, when it comes to filmmaking, when it comes to writing myself, um, when it comes to you know doing videography, like even like the sketch comedy, right? I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm searching for outside of views. It's like, why am I going for views? Why am I trying to? entertain people. Uh, Maybe it's, maybe it is validation, you know, it's it's that same sort of validation we talked about earlier. Um, I just, maybe I just want to be validated, right? So I want to spend more time with my friends and family and I want to feel validated, you know, if if I'm I'm being honest and thinking about the core of sort of what inspires me to actually work, you know, I think on top of that, I, of course, I want to, um, I want to produce and make things that I really like right that I'm i I would feel proud of, you know, to feel like I've kind of given something back, you know. Um or kind of lived up to some sort of I don't know, a false sense of potential, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It changes.
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a hard one and and you know, creativity's a difficult thing. I mean, some days it's there and other days it's not. I know I have people Some someday, they just work every day at something trying to keep something coming out. You know, sometimes it comes, sometimes it doesn't. It's tough.
1: Yeah, creativity is tough.
0: It's, yeah. it's it's not an easy path to follow, but I think a lot of people are compelled to it because it is so satisfying when you do create something that is purely your own. Yeah.
1: And it's also like a form of escapism, I think, in self therapy. You know, so I think it does have uh, coping benefits, right? I think you you can sort of develop as a person, right, emotionally, um, by pursuing something creative. I think even if no one sees it, right, is usually the best work. It's just kind of for yourself, um, and you sort of invest all of yourself into it. But yeah, it's it's hard. Sometimes it feels like it comes from this wellspring that that exists outside of you, right? I think a lot of people attribute that to spirituality, right, or some sort of different realm. Um, I think it's probably just your subconscious, right, and just kind of accessing your emotional memory bank um, in a way that feels like inspiration, right? But it's actually just uh, just your brain, so. Um, but yeah, it, it certainly feels very difficult. I actually just finished writing a first draft of um, a feature film, and that's been like my dream for a while. It's kind of like the long-term goal. But it took several months, and it was, uh, it was very challenging to, to get through for sure. You know, so for the people out there struggling you know, with creativity or struggling with, with working on creative tasks right, or, or giving yourself creative homework, yeah, I mean, you're not alone. You know, I, th- I think everyone struggles with that. And I think it's, I do feel like pushing through those barriers, though, since that's also where the best work, you know, comes from. You know, it's when you, when you combine that kind of logical, you know, rational sort of willpower version of yourself, right, with this, again, with this sort of emotional wellspring that is your subconscious, right, if the, the two of those things are sort of working in tandem, the product, right, or the art is, is always better. That's when it's at its best. Right. And it's also it's also a learning process. I think your taste is constantly developing, right? And you're constantly learning and you you should you should be constantly learning and kind of constantly failing and constantly getting better. You know, so that's one of the I have to get off on a tangent, but that's one of the things that I also see a lot of artists and a lot of people struggle with, especially in the music industry for some reason. It's just you get people learn an instrument or they they practice up to a point, right? And then there's a plateau. Right? And then they end up playing the same music, performing the same songs in the same way for years and years and years and years and years, and years right? And then just upset about something not working out or upset about, um, you know, things not falling into place, you know, as far as, you know, financially, right? Not having financial success with creativity or with music. But I think that, you know, to find that success, I mean, first of all, most people never really find that success. So you have to kind of love it internally. You have to sort of find and convince yourself of other reasons, I think, to keep pursuing it, right? But um, if you are going to find that success, I haven't seen anyone that found success that wasn't constantly a student of the game and constantly working to get better. You know, that that has been, you know, to use Common denominator again, but that that has been the common denominator that I've seen with people that have been in Tallahassee and moved or become successful. They they have worked, you know, and learned and failed and gotten better for years and years and years and years and years, and then finally, you know, they get to a point where people start to recognize them, and that's really hard. It's it's really it's painful. You know, it's it's a it's a tough pursuit for sure.
0: So. So you have to have other things in your life to balance it like a wife you really love and a brother you can play hang with cuz yeah. otherwise it feels sort of overwhelming. Yeah,
1: I think if, if I didn't have mixed interest um, I would absolutely be burned out and I, and I do. I got I got really burned out on writing and I had to I took like a couple months off and then I that gave me a chance to work on the filmmaking side and you know kind of develop those skills and and the day-to-day job, and then you know, work with cat family, and it just gives me a chance. I think to kind of keep fresh. I can kind of keep rotating, you know, because if, if you're doing every day, or if you're doing the same thing every day, I think, for me anyway, regardless of how much I love something, right? If you, you can turn anything into a job. Um, okay. You can, you can, I think, convince yourself to love anything, but it's easier to convince yourself to to hate something, right? And I think that with that sort of repetition. Uh, it's it's easy to hate. So, for me, I have to kind of break myself from that cycle. I have to I have to mix it up. I have to keep it interesting. Um, or, or I guess I I would get bored and and burn out for sure.
0: So, what kind of film has inspired you? Like, what have you? What's out there that you've that's really spoke to you that you've seen or maybe music you've heard? Like, you know, being out there in that creative world or there people out there that have really kind of connected to you
1: uh if we're talking f- film you know like i can just name some really popular films and i'm sure people have have seen recently right one of them just won best picture um everything everywhere all at once but you know you go back to films even like the godfather um no country for old men even malcolm x i think you know in, in any I'm, I'm usually attracted to, to films that I mean, I obviously have very good emotional storytelling and there's an emotional narrative and emotion and an, and an emotional connection there. but um, there's also a philosophy, right? So there, there's subtext, there are multiple layers there are, you know there's something to look at, something to feel, but also you know something to think about, right? Something that kind of leaves you hanging, leaves you thinking, leaves, leaves you feeling you know days after you've seen it, um, something to talk about you know something to internalize right and in some ways I think cinema especially you know some films I think have definitely sort of changed the trajectory of my life or maybe think about things differently feel differently and to me that's just what good art is and that's I think it's the reason I'm so drawn um, to film and you know other kind of visual media
0: what do you think about this crazy world we're in right now with all the streaming content out there? I mean, it's sort of overwhelming. There's just so much. A lot of it's not good, but there's a lot of it.
1: Yeah, the competition is fierce, you know, especially on TikTok um, and Instagram. There are lots of people making content. It's really difficult, I think, to get seen, especially if you have a smaller account. We live in an interesting time now, too, even beyond streaming, um, the sort of emergence of AI. and. Right, I think, and as create, I I also find a lot of creatives that hate AI, that never want to touch it, don't understand it, don't want to work with it. Right, and I understand that fear. Right, I think I also have some, some level of fear about what this could turn into. Right, some sort of dystopian reality that we're crawling towards currently. But um, with my day to day job, right, and with with videography and film production I've, I've had to sort of incorporate and learn some of the tools so you know I hate to say I've been using some some AI to, to make my job and my life easier but I think I think you have to kind of also see it and use it as a creative tool I think every, anytime there's some sort of technological revolution right even even one as big as AI you know there's there's always fear right there's always backlash um, but ultimately there's sort of acceptance and incorporation and I think. The quicker you can kind of jump on that bandwagon, um, the better. I think if, if it would – if ultimately if it serves the art that you're creating, right? And I think there are certainly like ethical and moral issues around this um, that I would not talk about or touch right now. But I think just as a tool um, in its current form, um, I think it can be useful, right? And it's not like an evil thing. I think it could, it could t- turn into Skynet, you know, and we could all be dead in like five years. But I think there are lots of things that can kill us, so – yeah, I don't, again, I feel like you, you asked me about streaming and I started <laughs> talking about about AI. We well, talked about it's all, aliens. It's like the Joe Rogan podcast in here right now.
0: <laughs> well, it's all, I mean, it's all changing so rapidly. I mean, it's like kind of get whiplash trying to keep up with it all. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to wrap this up? Like how would you, what's your your 10 second take on on our conversation?
1: You ask very difficult questions, <laughs> Jesus. I think that's my 10-second take. This is like the the hot seat. Um, usually interviews, I don't I don't get asked tough questions. This is, um, I don't know. I think, you know, for for me personally, I just I have to find reasons to keep going. I think some days are easier than others. You know, I think for most creatives struggle with. Mental health issues, um, different childhood traumas, right? And we're all kind of trying to navigate the world in the, the best way that we can, you know. And I think understanding that, you know, there there is right there is no kind of character creation screen at the beginning of life, and we're kind of all sort of randomly thrown into this um, as a product of our childhoods, right? A product of our genetics and our sort of early social socialization. None of us really have any control over that, right? And I think that's predominantly who we are as people, really formed in these sort of early fires, right, between the ages of zero to three, I think, you know before we're even kind of consciously aware of it, right? So we're sort of all going through the same struggles, right? And I think we're essentially all kind of the same person. We're all kind of equal in that sense, right? So I think I, I need to remind myself of that a lot. I mean, I need, I need to, I, I try to, to be a better person, and I think one of the ways for me to be a better person is to remind myself of that fact, right? that Really we are all the same, we're all going through the same struggles, right? In most cases, none of this creative stuff is easy, right? If it was easy, um, it wouldn't be good, right? And I think you, you have to kind of suffer a little bit um, to make good art, and I think as, as long as you can, even in those moments of suffering, kind of be present, right, and, and still try to find some kind of gratitude. You know, try to be thankful for the moment um, and the present moment that we have or that you have. Um, I think that's where you kind of will start to find like fulfillment and happiness, right and i I don't have that solution right I can I can talk about that um, like I've sort of found some kind of enlightenment, but I haven't um, I haven't I'm, I'm still kind of searching day to day for that, right so I think I think the 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 most important inspiration right is is the, the inspiration that you find uh, for yourself right. And I think you have to find it for yourself and you have to struggle to get there. And you got to try to feel good about that along the way. You know, it's hard. So Godspeed. Good luck.
0: It is, you know, I often think that people who choose a creative life are choosing a really hard life. It's really, really fulfilling when it, when you feel like you can connect to it, but it's hard. It's hard to do the work that takes to be good and to keep going at it every day. Um,
1: it is hard. It is hard. I feel like some of this sounds like whining, right? Ultimately, um, I think my life is pretty awesome. <clears throat> you know, I get, I get to do things that I like doing, you know, and spend a lot of time with people that I love. So really I'm I'm very blessed, right? I think that creatives also tend to, um, and people in general, right, are so – biased, right, to be negative, right, and I think this is sort of this this built-in kind of evolutionary trait, and I think it makes sense, right, if we're constantly seeing the world in negative ways, we're just, we're building on it, right, we're working to improve it, but I I think that if you really step back, um, if I step back, I mean, my life is ultimately pretty easy and pretty blessed, and I should be grateful for it, you know, I think there are a lot of people, probably a lot of people listening to this, and I'm sure this section will get cut, but um, where they you know they're they're struggling with some some stuff beyond you know whether or not you're finding validation with um, an online audience you know i think ultimately those are those are micro problems kind of in this this very big world right of macro problems and there's a lot of chaotic you know energy in in society now obviously a lot of uh, terrible things are happening day to day right and a lot of people are are really really struggling you know so um, I think ultimately, maybe that's also a good reminder, right? If you're, if you're able to find the time and the resources to pursue art, you know, you know, that's that's um, that in and of itself, I think, is a blessing um, that you should be grateful for. So, I'm Scott Bell. I'm a human, and I'm just trying to figure it out.